We're going to end the show with an interview that I did with the lawyer of Nasser Apia. Now, Nasser Apia was the COO with Cricket SA. He was suspended and dismissed along with the Clive Exton in that matter of the Mzansi Super League as well as Corey Fansale. Uh, but Corey Fansale has his job back and Nasser Apia now has won his appeal and I caught up with his lawyer uh, Tapelo Kharametzana because there's a big twist here and I began by asking him if they feel vindicated. Yes, uh, Tabiso. I mean, remember that, you know, when the disciplinary started, you know, he was facing allegations and we went through the disciplinary hearing. He was found guilty and we are not happy about, you know, uh, the findings of the disciplinary hearing. Hence, we appealed. And I must mention that the disciplinary code of CSA allows that, you know, an employee who, who went through a disciplinary hearing and is not happy with the findings can appeal. So we, we, we proceeded with the appeal. And uh, as you have mentioned, we were indicated on appeal, you know. Mm. But yes. then CSA seems to not be recognizing this judgment or they're not accepting it. What do you make of that now? Look, uh, it, it, it is very strange to us, you know. Uh, maybe I should just put it in context as to what the outcome of appeal was. You know, in the disciplinary hearing, our client was found guilty of three charges and um, a, 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 a sanction of dismissal, you know, was meted out to him on all the three charges. Mm. But then on the outcome of an appeal, Two of the charges, you know, uh, the guilty finding with regard to two of the charges was overturned. He was found not guilty on those two charges. And on one of the charges, he was uh, now the sanction of dismissal was overturned and he was given uh, a written warning. You know, mm. so it is very strange to us that after our client's uh, sanction of dismissal was overturned on appeal and he's only now on written warning that CSA wouldn't allow him, you know, to to go back to work. I mean, that, that is very strange. Are they within their rights to not accept this appeal process because their laws allow uh, Mr. Apia to go this route? Yeah, you know, when you ask whether they are within their rights, uh, I, I wouldn't know how to, you know, uh, answer that because um, the rights, according to my understanding, which stem from the disciplinary code itself. Mm. And in terms of the disciplinary code, this is the last stage, you know. Uh, for instance, if on, 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 uh, 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 on appeal, our client's uh, dismissal was confirmed, it would have been the end of the matter internally at CSA. Our client would have to go to TCMA in order to challenge it. So what happened is that now it was overturned. He's now on written warning. I, I don't know <laughs> whether it's the end, as I said, according to, to, to the disciplinary code. So as to whether they have a right, uh, I mean, CSA now, not mm-hmm. to accept that, I, I don't know where, where would that right stem from, honestly. And from the information we've seen, there also seems to be inconsistencies here at, at, on how this matter was handled by CSA. If you look at the matter of a Corey Fansale, same issue, but he was—he uh, still has his job. He was given a final warning. What do you make of that? Yeah, that's, that's very interesting that you mentioned uh, the issue of Mr. Fansale because um, actually the charge which, you know, which now Mr. Apia has received a written warning is the same charge that when Mr. Fontaine was given a final written warning 
and Mr. Swansea, as you have pointed out, was allowed back to work. But I don't know what's different with our client, Mr. Pia. Well, I mean, written warning and final written warning. Uh, look, I think Mr. Sansil's one is, is more actually uh, severe because it's final. Our client is only a written warning, but he's the one who's not being allowed to go back to work. It's, it's very strange. Could this have also been the basis of your argument then in this case? Yeah, definitely. Uh, when we argued the inconsistency of sanction, we did mention the case of Mr. Sansil, definitely. What would you like to see happen now, sir, as somebody representing Mr. Apia? Look, Tabitha, uh, this has been a long road hey, uh, for Mr. Apia, for CSA. You know, I, I, I mean, I would just want to see the implementation of the outcome of appeal. And it's simple as that. You know, we have written to CSA, you know, requesting uh, them to, you know, confirm that they will implement the outcome of appeal. Obviously, with the view that they will tell us as to when should we appear report to work and all that, so that you know we can <laughs> we can deal civilly with each other. That we appear, we set the date as to when he should go back to work, and he goes back to work. He starts with his duties. It's as simple as that from our side. That's what we'd like to see happen. And from the information that we've received here, it seems like the outcome of this appeal was made in June, on the 17th of June. As Mr. Appiah's representative, when were you informed of this? Yeah, that's another strange one, Televito, because, you know, um, we received this only on Monday, this past Monday. Oh. You know, whereas according to the document, you know, uh, the outcome was actually issued on the 17th of June. So all since 17th of June up until this Monday, I don't know what was happening. We were not informed about it. We know uh, from previous stories that we've done relating to CSA, for example, the CEO, Mr. Murray, was suspended with full pay, and we believe that it was the same for Mr. Corey Van Sale and uh, Clive Eckstein. Was it also the same for Mr. Apia? While he was on suspension, was he still receiving his salary? Yes. You know, while on suspension, Mr. Apia was receiving his salary, and up until the finalization of the disciplinary hearing, you know, what was strange, though, is that, you know, in terms of the code, after the finding of a disciplinary hearing and uh, the employee appeals, it means he remains an employee up until the outcome of appeal. You know, so he was supposed to be paid while the appeal was, was you know, uh, was in progress. But what happened is that after he has appealed, he was not paid. You know, um, his salary is was were not paid, and we had to write a few letters asking CSA, you know, uh, uh, to pay his salary. And I, I was now notified by Mr. Pia that his salaries were only paid, I think, on the fifteenth of July. You know, so yeah. And and finally, as we wrap up, I mean, this matter has to do with Saka and the Mzansi Super League in twenty eighteen. How do you describe your client's role in this process, or what was the the case that you put forward? Look, our client was the uh, project leader, if, if I may put it that way, you know, of the Mzansi Super League. So you, you can imagine, you know, there were a whole lot of people underneath him who were, uh, you know, uh, who had their own responsibilities, you understand? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> someone down there didn't do their job, and our client had to, you know, uh, play the part. So, yeah, that's basically how I can simplify it for you. 
And just finally, going back to the first investigation of CSA, the first process there, uh, with Mr. Fanzel also being involved in this matter, does it mean that he would have also been called in to testify and vice versa? Strange enough, Mr. Fanzel was never called to testify in our advance hearing. So how's that? That's another interesting one that comes coming out of Cricket South Africa. I don't know what you guys make of that one. Uh, same case, same charges. One is dismissed and then one gets a warning and returns to his job. And then the one that's dismissed, when he wins his appeal, they don't recognize the appeal, even though he's allowed to go through those processes. It's really messy what's going on at Cricket. I say we did invite them. Uh, they didn't come on the show today. They've just sent us a statement to say that they're committed to transformation. We're going to have to leave it there. We are going straight to news now because the president will speak at 8 p.m.